turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Good morning and welcome Pitcher Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Friday. Yeah, we made it uh, through another week. Happy Friday to all. 800-951-0592 is our toll-free number. AllAmericanGold.com is the website. And I guess we can call this the week of decline. It's been a tough road on Wall Street, uh, gold and silver, more gold than silver. Silver is actually hung pretty tough this week. Uh, gold right now below 1900. I know you're saying that's not what the TV says. I know TV gold's 1921, but that's, that's a December contract. Uh, the spot here, 1891, uh, a rare day. Gold and silver are both up today. Jason, I heard somebody mention bargain hunting uh, on gold today, and 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 I think that's that that's right, right? That absolutely bargain hunting season. Uh, we've got the ten-year note hitting, you know, fifteen-year highs. Mortgage rates hitting twenty-year highs. And I got news for everybody. I think they're they're not done going higher yet. As we continue to quote, pretend to battle inflation, this 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 whole battle of inflation, you know, it's all nonsense, right? I mean, the Fed continues to print money, but you're you're like, well, no, Joe, they're doing quantitative tightening right now. They're they're selling off their balance sheet. Well, let me ask you this: Why is the bank emergency fund hitting a record every single week? We're just going to give billions and billions of dollars to these banks to get you to pretend that it's okay. And you know, here at the at, at the end of the day, right, Jason? That they always have a way of of getting money out there somehow, some way, without saying they're getting money out there. Yeah, things are looking really, really bad. When you really take some time to look at it, it's the worse it looks. And sometimes it's just you know. Sometimes you, you look at stuff, Joe, you look at people talking, and you think, oh, maybe this is just everyone panicking each other. But the numbers, even if they're fraudulent numbers, the numbers, if they're, if they're off by a bunch, are, are bad. And I was looking at the Fed minutes that you covered yesterday a little closer, and the Fed really didn't like the housing prices coming back up after they were heading down. And right. so I think Rents they are really up. are really going to be keyed on higher interest rates, Joe. They got, they're going to be keyed on that for a while, I think. Yep. And uh, even used car prices, which has been a big negative. Uh, Mannheim came out, uh, used car prices. It wasn't a lot. Ticked up one-tenth of a percent. But, again, I know where you're like, well, that's not very much. you got to remember, used car prices went up like 50%. So they came back down. You know, maybe they're off 10% from their highs. Well, they're still 40% higher. Uh, and now, at least for a month, is this it? Was that the bottom? Is, was that as low as they were going to go? Right? You look at look at uh, gas, right, uh, oil, all of these things. Did we just hit this 
this, uh, you know, I called it the, the calm, right, where we got some big numbers falling off, uh, some, some, some headline inflation numbers came way down, and now it looks like those numbers are done coming down, and if anything, coming back up. And Jason said, man, they hate housing. Housing's not cooperating either. Of course, that's the biggest piece of the puzzle, isn't it? I mean, when you talk about, hey, what's your biggest expense? Well, it's the rent, it's the mortgage, right, and, and the things associated with that, whether it's renter's insurance, mortgage insurance, it's by far uh, your biggest expense. Yeah, yeah, for the average person, you know, you're getting a room, getting a house, getting a, a, an apartment, that's going to cost you the most. And it's also t- top three uh, most important bills you have to pay. You know, that's the one, that's one of the ones that uh, is last on the list or close to last on the list for that you don't pay if you can't pay it. So, yeah, th- those expenses going higher because housing prices stay stronger is making the rents go up makes the uh, the mortgage you know the mortgage is already much more expensive with the interest rates well the price of the house is higher so the higher interest rates just feeds into a higher price so very unaffordable all over the place Joe. yeah when we get back from the break i got an update on the irs and how big uh, they are getting uh, we, we, one of the big problems here. We got a two prone prog- problem. Number one, we let the bankers be in charge, and then not only did we let them be in charge, we let them create the rules. Heck, they even tell us, you know what? We're not going to track inflation that actually tracks inflation. We're going to make up fake numbers. Right. Think about it. is there a number they put out that they don't, you know, they call it a seasonal adjustment. Isn't that convenient? Yeah, see, you're too stupid to know. And you know what? When it comes to your finances, you don't want to know anyway. Right? You, you, know, you leave that to the bankers. Right? Leave that to the smart people. And, and don't worry uh, about these numbers. You know, they'll uh, even tell you, well, why do you do it? Well, we want the numbers to be flat. We want them to be uniform. Oh, so you want the numbers to say nothing's changed even though you keep printing money, right? That, that That's what you want, right? Give the illusion of prosperity. And, and, and I hate to say it, but people are going to find out once again. This is huge parallels to, to, to what happened in 07 and 08. And once again, you know, it's funny how people forget and they fall asleep at the wheel, Jason. They've done it again, right? Well, we got, you know, the Dow, I mean, it's not at 35000 We got the Dow back to 35000 so hey, don't worry. This is, uh, again, all based on, not on fact, but on seasonally adjusted make-believe. When we get back... I'll tell you what they're getting ready for. They're getting ready to come after every dollar we make, and they're going to use the IRS to do it. That's coming up next. 800 Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Friday. Uh, right now, the Dow is up 20 points. The S&P is down 5. The NASDAQ's down 63. Uh, Wall Street has been getting hit with these waves of selling at the end of the day. We'll see if that continues. Uh, Wall Street was down another, I think, 378 points yesterday. Remember, uh, it was about a week and a half ago we started warning 
about this volatility. All of a sudden now, we're starting to see, uh, you know, the, the 300, 400 down point down days, a few 300, 400 point up days, but more, more down than up, right? That return of volatility, the 10 year note, which got all the way to 432 yesterday at 424 right now. Crude oil is flat. Gold's up uh, eight dollars here, eighteen ninety-two. Silver's up thirteen cents at twenty-two dollars and eighty-five cents. And if you're like, you know what? I hear you, double. I hear you. You know what? I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to take some of my money. I'm going to check out what my friends over at Y Refi. You know what? Ten point two five percent return sounds pretty good right now. Right, especially uh, with mortgages at twenty-year highs, the ten-year yield at fifteen years high, year highs, and heading higher. Uh, Wall Street now. I think the realization is starting to set in uh, that they, they, the the Fed in these low inflation numbers that they had was more of a false hope than an actual reality. Check them out. Invest. YRefi.com, that's the word invest, the letter Y, R E F Y.com, or call them at 888 YRefi 24. Remember, got to have at least 50K, but you can use an existing IRA. Some of you can even use your 401K. So now, the IRS, now they, they, they want you to know, now I'm going to give you some updates. On employer employment at the IRS, they wanted you to know that this is see this isn't some some conspiracy here. We're not hiring all these people. No, we're not doing that. No, that's not what this eighty billion dollars was all about. Uh, we're we're not hiring all of these agents. Well, let's see the facts. The facts are. The IRS employment at the IRS it is now ninety thousand plus in growing, up thirteen percent year over year. Now, Jason, I don't know where you come from, uh, but it, when you had almost, you know, doing the math, you're like, wait a minute, you had eighty thousand employees almost, and now you've got over ninety thousand employees, and, and remember. This eighty billion was spread out over a number of years. So, if this is the trend, right? Obviously, uh, the goal here is to end up with a lot more IRS agents than they've ever had before. By the way, of the ninety plus thousand, almost eighty thousand of them are full time employees at the IRS. But don't worry, because they're just going after the rich people. Yeah, you know, uh, as we talk about the interest rates being high and how they might not come down, you know, this this you know they might just pause and that's as low as they go. It's very likely this we could be here for a, a while, and because there is a, 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 a there's a tightening going on with the Fed, they're not printing money. At least currently, they're not telling us they're printing any money. So money's getting tighter and tighter, which means all those dollars that that are left floating around there become more and more important. For the first time in a long time, right, Joe? I, I don't know for how long, but right while they're not printing, it gets tight. And it seems like they really knew that they needed to get more IRS agents for, for I think, multiple reasons. And 
if you need to go dig up every single dollar and get every every dollar you can as the IRS for the government, because look at the debt, look at the uh, look at the deficit, look at look at the uh, you know the the U.S. debt piling up. And uh, Joe, I just it's interesting because there's I think a lot of people are going to be hiding money and trying to figure out what to do. The pe- few people that have money out there, I was looking at uh, Warren Buffett. I was looking at Warren Buffett yesterday. I was watching a report. He doesn't know where to put his money. He's got the largest pile of cash he's ever had. He sold a bunch more stock recently. He's sitting on $147 billion in cash. And, and these are the guys, they don't care if the markets are up or down. He's the kind of guy that he finds you know, good bargains and he invests and makes money. That guy's not finding anywhere to put his cash. So the IRS agents, yeah, you better believe they're going to go take it from anybody, anywhere, anytime, and especially you know, people that don't know the rules, the average Joe out there, they're going to take your money. If you don't know the rules, you don't know how to take care of your taxes. They, they all, you know, how, how many times I've said before, Joe, Joe, uh, if, if you don't, if you're not worried about your money, somebody else will be, and that's what the IRS—they're really worried about your money, Joe. Let, let me tell you right now, they're they're worried about your money. Believe me, the Federal Reserve's worried about your money. The banks are worried about your money. The IRS is worried about your money. The government's worried about your money. Uh, too many people are the ones that aren't worried about it uh the head of the irs said that the uh the irs that suggesting that this funding was going to supply an army of irs agents who are going to shake down the average taxpayer this myth should be laid to rest what you just you just added over 10 thousand people just this year alone uh by the way he said there is no mythical army of new irs agents on the streets all right well what about the twelve thousand agents you've hired just this year is uh that's that sounds like an army to me that's a that's a lot of people uh but uh they weren't done he said that that's not what this is. Jason, no, 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 that's not what this is. This is the IRS making immediate, meaningful difference to deliver service the taxpayer and the nation deserve. See, that's what this is. We're just going to give you the service that you deserve. And guess what you deserve? You deserve an audit, right? Because that's the service we want to give you. Wow, and that, that's that's the truth. That's right? the truth. I mean, right? you can have eighty-seven thousand more agents to do audits with. That's kind of the point of us bringing that on the air all the time, Joe. Is that they have a, a, a what a, a tripling ability of, of doing audits. You know, let's face it, a digital currency is coming up. But there's a lot of reason for them to have more agents for that too. Uh, I think the machines are going to help them be a lot more uh, efficient in their auditing, huh, Joe? You know, the, the well, machines we'll can see. maybe sp- spit out the, the the ones they don't need to audit and make sure they highlight the ones that should be, right? Yep, and, and again, there's been a, a big deal made about how many of these agents need to be armed, right? Why would any IRS agent need to be armed? That makes no sense. And I don't care, you can't justify that to me at all. Right, your job is to audit records. It's not to have firearms and, and go out and, and execute uh, police duties. That's what 
cops are for, right? You know, that's what the police are for. Uh, but they justify it anyway. They did let us know they're going to hire 1,200 more armed IRS agents. And he says that the personnel that is armed are putting themselves in danger. See, Jason, because let's face it, you know, all of us out there, we're, we're, we're just uh, loaded to the teeth here. So uh, you, you come and, of course, the IRS says they're no longer just going to show up at your door anymore. But yet uh, we got to have all these uh, armed IRS agents, according to the head of the IRS, 3% of the agents at the IRS are armed, 3%. Uh, which puts that number, Jason, at just under 3,000 armed IRS agents. I mean, how many drug lords and, and ISIS and, uh, you know, t- domestic terrorists are there? I mean, that just seems like uh, way too many. Yeah, it's... Uh... I was watching some some videos, and you know, it's funny. The IRS has actually had armed agents for quite some time. It's not actually a new thing, but it's definitely something that they're they're uh, revving up big time. Joe is to have armed IRS agents. I mean, what did, what do they think? I mean, what are they what are they preparing for? What kind of economic apocalypse do you think they're preparing for? That they have to have armed IRS agents because they, these guys physically have to come to the doors of these people to do audits. They're coming to your house. You know, these guys don't make phone calls and say, you know, we're going to do an audit over the phone. They visit. They tell you they're coming, and they come. So, uh, you know, I did process serving for a while, and I wasn't, uh, I wasn't armed with a firearm. I didn't. I just didn't think that was necessary. But I, uh, I had protection on me because there was a lot of threats to people. Uh, I was threatening to them because I was a symbol of their bad economic situation. And they're a threat to me because I don't know what they're going to do if they want to try to avoid me and and want me to go away. You know, you, you beat up a process server, maybe the next guy doesn't show up, right, Joe? Maybe that's the mentality of it. So IRS agents are going to be armed, you know, and, and uh, it's, it's really not going to be the fault of the people that can't pay their taxes, Joe. Federal income tax shouldn't even be – it should be abolished. But, uh, you, know, you know, when the when the loan shark sends out his strong arm to go collect, the right. Fed will send out the IRS to collect. I mean, I, I don't know where the hiring's going to end, right? Because they've got four more years of this funding to go. But if the 13% increase is indicative of what we can expect, right? We're going to be talking about do we really need 130 to 150,000 IRS agents? And, and again, I, I'm just thinking about. Of the 90-plus thousand they have now, 80,000 of them are full-time. I mean, that, that just, right, that, that's a huge ratio, right? right? What are we going to be next year? Nine out of every ten are full-time, and, and uh, X amount, 3% of them are going to be armed. I mean, this well, is tells you really where the what it is. Joe, it tells you where the money is going. It tells you where the money is going. When everybody else is freezing, hiring, or laying off people, that's the direction we're going, and they're just going to keep on adding on. Tells you where the money is going, doesn't it? Yeah, this is uh, really dangerous when we look at the expansion of government. You know, it's really simple. You want to know how you get rid of IRS agents? It's simple. Obviously, Jason, get rid of the income tax. Okay. Most people aren't prepared to do that. We should be. 
right? You could easily switch that to a, a VAT tax. Of course, that's coming. We're going to have the income tax and the value-added tax both here in, within the next, I guarantee it, within the next three to five years, we'll have both. Because that's how they'll pay for Social Security and Medicare. You know when you go to the store and you go and, and you buy what you need? Well, you always know, oh, you know, yeah, and there's the tax, right? You know, hey, it's, it's blah, 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 plus tax. Well, that's one way to get, you can get rid of all the IRS agents if you just turn that into a value-added tax. Of course, people would be appalled because I would imagine the value-added tax to do it would probably be, you know, 20 to 30%. Right, I mean, yep. that, that's how yep. bad it is. And if you actually want to defend, to actually not have a budget deficit, the value added tax, you'd probably have to double the bill. Right? Hey, if it was $100, let's just call it 200 and then we can run a balanced budget. But you could also just, Jason, take the tax code, get rid of all the loopholes, get rid of it, make it to where I don't, if you've got an IQ, that is at least room temperature. You can do your own taxes, right? That, that, yeah. You wouldn't need it then. You wouldn't need it then. But nope, they designed it to what? Well, we want the rich people to be able to cheat on their taxes, just not the average folk. But don't worry, because we're hiring all these IRS agents to go over to, to go get those cheaters. Yeah, and if you believe that, right? Well, I've got uh, beachfront property in Yuma. Take the radio news hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour. And it's just another, right? Uh, they want to give us the service we deserve. And apparently the service we deserve is a lot more IRS agents. Now, I know they told you this story about, oh, no, we're just going after the rich people. Well, here's the problem with that. Uh, the head of the IRS, the same guy that said, oh, no, it's just a big myth that we're adding all these agents. We don't have an army of agents on the streets. And don't worry, only 3% of our agents are armed, so uh, everything's okay, and we're only going to add 1,200 more of those. They didn't change the percentages of audits. So this is how the IRS operates, believe it or not. They don't operate like we think. Because we would think, well, they're looking at all of these records and all these returns, and they're, they're looking for the, these, these ones that, hey, you know what? This one doesn't look right. This one's different. You know, this guy's been doing his taxes for 30 years, and all of a sudden there's a big change. Let me check that out. No, no, no. No, that's not how it works. See, what they determine is, well, we're going to audit X amount of billionaires, 1%, whatever that number is. X amount of, of millionaires, X amount of people making 250000 X amount of people in the middle class, and X amount of people, listen, they audit, believe it or not, 
the actual numbers, the vast majority of IRS audits are done on the working poor and middle class. Not only do they audit a uh, on a percentage basis, well, what does that mean? Well, wherever the bigger number is, let's just say, hey, we're going to audit 5% of billionaires. Okay? Well, there's only, I don't even know, a couple thousand billionaires, and, and maybe not even that high. I don't even think, well, actually, billionaires, there's probably not even 100 billionaires in the U.S., right? So let's just say, because I'm, I'm too lazy to look it up, and uh, let's just say there's 100 of them, and they're going to audit 5%. Well, that's 20 of them, right? That's 20. 20 billionaires got audited. Well, there's 300 million poor and middle-class Americans in the country. Okay, and well, let's do it by household. Okay, so household, there's 150 million households that are in those two categories. And between the two, we're going to audit, you know, 20%. Well, you, you do the math, that's 30 million. Right? You audited 20 billionaires. You're like, well, but we audited 20% of them. Right? We audited 20% of them. We audited, there's only 100 of them. We audited 20 of them. Right? But, but that equates to, right, all of a sudden we got 30 million working poor and middle class people being audited, Jason. And that's the, the formula didn't change. In other words, all of these extra IRS agents, the vast, 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 vast majority of cases they're going to be handling are going to be middle class and below. Yeah, and and like I said earlier, one of the major reasons they like, uh, you know, they, obviously they fleece a, a richer guy, you know, like a sports athlete or a celebrity or, you know, some, some big stock investor. They'll audit those guys too, but... Those guys are more ready for it. They're more they, they're they're prepared for it. So they have to work harder to get that bigger money. But with the working class, that Joe said, the working poor and the middle class, these people are just trying to make ends meet. They're trying to build a future for themselves. Maybe they ha- have a little bit for their kids when they pass on. And these these people aren't generally tax ex- experts. They don't usually have anyone representing them, or they have someone that's not really ready to represent them against the IRS. And uh, they know that they can just fleece those people. You know, I uh, uh, I talk about James Traffic. James Traffic was a big one about covering people against the IRS and about tax theft from the citizens. And uh, he, he he constantly is going over stories of constituents when he was a sheriff and when he was a in, in Congress about how you know these the IRS comes in and and uh, they they just hit you with a number and then you, you you try to talk to them and maybe they give you a little bit lower number and it's like pay it or go to jail. You know, how, how does a family survive if well, under that sort of threat, Joe? You know, it's 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 a it's a form of slavery. It really is, and, and the IRS is going to do more of it, more and more, because guess what? The, the Ponzi scheme that the Federal Reserve note is getting weaker and weaker, and they need to fleece everybody for every cent they can, Joe. Yeah, and, and the re- the realities are when we look at uh, where we sit today. Um, there's 148 billionaires in the whole country, just to let you know, right? Just, just, just so people know, there's only 148 of them. 
right? You could audit the, 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 the amount of people they hired this year alone. They hired like 12,000 people, uh, 148 billionaires. That, that would be 81 IRS extra IRS agents per billionaire. Just, just to, to give you perspective, you, people need to wake up. I know what they say on TV, and people have a, no, Double's just trying to scare people. No, I'm not. I'm trying to tell you the truth. The truth is, they're not, you know, I think, I think the head of the IRS had it right. They're gonna give us the service that they think we deserve. Period. And you know what that service is? We're gonna make sure you're paying because they know what's coming. They know what's coming. Listen, they're bragging about this this hyperinflated economy with a two trillion dollar budget deficit. We're going to pe- spend over a trillion dollars on interest on the debt in 2024 alone. Social Security. They don't want to talk about that. Fine, Medicare and Medicaid go broke in like two and a half more years. Where's all the money going to come from? And by the way, the big debate for the budget deficit for 2024 is simply going to be, is it going to be $3 trillion or not? That's the big debate, Jason. People got to wake up. They need money. Yeah, and this thing is, you know, Joe, we've been talking a lot about how this situation heated up in 2019, and then, of course, you had COVID, and you had the printing of the money, and now you have the inflation. But I was... You know, maybe we'll talk about it in the next segment. I was looking at some China news uh, yesterday. This thing's been baking into the cake for the last decade. Ever since the housing crash and the, the so-called recovery during the Obama years, uh, China has been moving out of the United States. This isn't China versus the United States. This is China just trying to self-preserve their country. And it's been going on for a while, Joe. They've been selling, selling, selling for a while. They just don't want to panic the rest of the world. And having a debt sale that crashes the value completely. So, yeah, think about this: China's largest property owner ever grant filed for bankruptcy today. Yep. Well, yesterday. Yeah. Listen, it's a debt problem, folks. I hope you figured it out. We'll be right back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, today's special, and it's a good one. Uh, five dollar. Liberties. The, that's the old $5 liberties. Man, think about this. All the way up until 1933. Now, the $5 liberty, 1866 to 1907. That's when they minted them. Of course, remember, Teddy Roosevelt said, you know, that Liberty coin, it was the side profile of Lady Liberty's face. That's not majestic enough. Because America was becoming a power. Right? Think about it. We made everything in the world. Everybody bought American-made products, right, Jason? Yeah, well, and Roosevelt had a statement in a letter to the Mint when he wanted to change the designs of the coins. He said that our coins were of an atrocious hideousness. That's what he actually wrote to the Mint when he wanted to get St. Gaudens and get the Indian designs, Joe. So then they write, the St. Gaudens came in and then the Indians became the fractional, the $10 Indian, the $5 Indian, the two and a half, and, 
Of course, the Spanish flu came around, and the Indian, the $5 and $2.5 Indians, they actually engraved into the coin. They called it an accused design, and they thought the plague hit inside of those, you know, the dirt and the germs got inside of there. So they actually stopped making the Indians for a lot of years because of that. But uh, the hideous, atrocious $5 Lady Liberties, they're no longer $5. This is what the Federal Reserve has done to our money. I've got them on sale today. One through nine at $555. So who was it? Herman Cain. Remember when he was running for president, he had the 999 plan? Well, uh, in lieu of presidential debates, this is my 555 plan. $5 liberties for $555. If you buy 10 or more, Jason, we'll take them down to 550 at 800 951 0592. Excellent. What an excellent deal. Uh, and if you have money sitting on the sides, and it, I think for the most part, most of our listeners that are holding money are definitely putting it into gold right now. They're, they're not uh, they're not being silly and saying, I'm going to wait and see what, what I can do with this money later. They're, they're putting it in gold and silver. It's a uh, you know it's a, it's a great price five hundred fifty five dollars you know we've, we've had some pullback in gold and silver it never goes just straight up and stays up high uh, it will over time with inflation it's always going to go up you can look at the you can look since the Federal Reserve showed up in nineteen thirteen and look at the line of where gold has gone and of course then you can look at you know the inflation and it, it's exactly the same so uh, you know you're going to protect your savings with gold and silver it's, I, I don't really call it investment. Uh, when I sell it, I like to call it savings because I don't think anyone really gets rich off of gold and silver. Rich people buy it, but there's you, you can't enrich yourself to, uh, to, to to Donald Trump's status by just simply buying gold. But with all the economic chaos that continues to happen with boom and bust cycles, you will protect yourself against all of the uh, the wolves running around trying to take everything you've got. So uh, buy those, you know, $555, $5 Liberty. Buy the coins at 800 951 and uh, yeah, you're going to get yourself a great coin and a, a great way to hold your, hold your wealth. Now, uh, Joe, I, was, uh, I had mentioned a little bit on the last segment about China. I just wanted to – I was looking at this yesterday. In the last 10 years, I mean, it's just three things. I mean, there's, there's so much, but in three in, – in, in 10 years, since 2013 – if you looked at the uh, U.S. debt holdings of China from 2013, at when it got to its high, to where it is now, you see that they uh, they're holding about 460, 480 billion dollars less of, of U.S. debt, a drop of almost 30 percent. And starting in 2017, China has added 6,200 tons of gold in that time. Also, just here, in, 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 you know, China Chinese people weren't really big debt holders. They they weren't in debt like Americans were, but in the last ten years, Chinese people are suddenly debt holders. And here recently, I'm looking right off of, off a website in China to talk about what's going on. And they're like the CCP. They they had a six point plan, and they put 800 million Chinese people in debt. And right now, this year, 400 million of them are going to be defaulting. I mean, Joe, 400 million people defaulting in the next couple of years? I, I, this, we talked about how the recent problem, Joe, this is, a t- this is China saying, okay, 
We learned from the housing crash in America. We're getting ready. Now, Evergrande fell, right? I don't think China was going to be able to do it. I think China did what, what they could to enrich their upper class, their banks, their central bank. Well, let, let's and face it. Why did, it. We, why, did, why did we have NAFTA and GATT, right? That was so big corporations could give all the jobs to China. That, that was the plan. That was it. That was the objective. But why? Well, because the banks wanted to put the Chinese into debt. That's why. And that's exactly what happened, right? That's that's really what we did. The trade-off was, okay, we'll give you all these jobs, but you let J.P. Morgan and, and all these other companies come into China and give out credit cards. And, of course, right, we, we, we'll create the same boom and bust cycles, but it gets worse. Listen, this is bad, okay? China's got a problem. We, we've been talking about that here. J.P. Morgan, speaking of J.P. Morgan, they just came out a few hours ago and said the U.S. consumer is now officially out of money. So uh, we've had this huge say, right? Because, again, COVID, all the government spending, they've been talking about, well, the, the consumer still has all this excess cash sitting in the bank. J.P. Morgan just a few hours ago said $2.1 trillion has disappeared from Americans' bank accounts over the last year and a half, and they now are on the spending cliff, right? And this is how, right, when you talk about fiat problems, right, this is a domino effect, right? It's China, it's Japan, it's Europe, it's us. They could be one big right dark age coming for the world we'll be back 800-951-0592 joe and jason wrapping up the week uh we got gold up uh today anyway six dollars right now at 1890 uh silver is higher as well uh, up about 10 cents here at 22 dollars in 80 cents uh the dow is is still Mixed, uh, the Dow is up about 35 points. The S&P and the NASDAQ are down. But, Jason, the pattern has been big waves of selling at the end of the day. We'll see if that trend continues when it comes to stocks. And, and it's really simple, which is all of these earnings that have been coming, they've been okay, right? They've been okay, uh, but it it's about five to ten percent, depending on the company, less than last year. In all of them, I mean, the one if there's uniformity in the message of earnings, is they expect the the the, the last half of this year to get worse. You know, think about Home Depot. Hey, sales are down two percent. By the end of the year, we expect it to be down five percent. Target. Hey, yeah, sales were down in the low single digits. By the end of the year, we expect them to be down in the high single digits. Even Walmart, who had, you know, okay earnings. But when you heard the CEO talk, what did he say? Man, the consumer is slowing down. And now today, J.P. Morgan saying, hey, most, most, not all, right? The rich people still got money, but most of the people with bank accounts with us, they're tapped out. Yeah, yeah, Joe. It's, it's, it's just 
you know, I mentioned Warren Buffett earlier. He, he sold eight billion in stocks recently, and he's sitting on a bunch of it, right? Well, I mean, no. it, 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 right. It tells you what's he going on. He likes to buy it? good, good, good bargains, as Jason likes to call it. Hey, Warren Buffett. Hey, I only buy really, and I mean good. They, they got to be really good bargains. And right now, what he's saying is, there's not a company out there. I can't find one that I want to buy. What, what, what does that tell you? Well, here's what Warren Buffett's really saying. Crash. Pretty much Wall Street's way overpriced. That, that's what he's saying. Yep. I don't care. I'm, I'm looking at these companies. There's not a single one I want to buy. And believe me, Warren Buffett hates sitting on $150 billion in cash. Of course, what is he doing? Right? He's probably buying trade. Not probably. He's buying three-month treasuries and getting almost 6%. Right? I mean, you know that's what he's doing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because he's, he's, he's holding... Uh, uh, many, many, many millions, but he sold eight billion. So, so some of that money's in play. So, absolutely, that's what he's doing. Joe, he's getting some. He's going to try to get some money back. You know, he's not going to let it sit there and, and get eroded by the inflation. Yeah. He's well, know, that's the one good over the thing. Years. Warren Buffett's been showing up at the debt auction. So there you go. There's one buyer. <laughs> well, he's you know over the years he's been buying railroads and actual. He's been buying things. He's he's been a little more of a commodities guy that he really wants to let on. I wouldn't be surprised if he's holding a little gold finally, because I know he bought in some gold stocks not too long ago. You know, so he's uh, he's having to eat. You know, no one's going to make him eat his words. You don't go to the richest guy in the room and say, "Hey, you guys, it's time for you to eat your words, yeah. dude." You know, no one's going to do that to him. But I, I don't have if any claim. He's doing it. And he ain't tell telling me. anybody. If he's yeah. doing it, he's not telling anybody. <laughs> hey, uh, get your financial house in order. Get that gold put away before the IRS comes to take a look at your finances. Five. Dollar Liberties. These are the old 1866 to 1907. Five Dollar Liberties, one through nine, five fifty-five. The five-five-five plan for a five-dollar gold piece. You buy ten or more, take them down to five hundred and fifty dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. 